can get liposuction. Fuck that. Love Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome to the war room. We got Ted, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, a hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the printers and talk sports on a national level? Vote with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, they like the fad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. Yo, what's good, War Room family? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev. And I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brother. We got the hot block commander, B. Austin in the building. Jimmy will be with us in just a few. Look, man, since the last time we spoke to everybody out there, man, we've had two game sevens. Um, the NBA conference finals are now underway, and Ben Simmons is now the most hated man in Philadelphia and most likely the most clown man in America. So we're going to unpack it all. Just sit back, relax, grab a grub, a drink, whatever you need, and bust it up again with your guys in the greatest man cave in sports, better known as the War Room. Of course, you can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the By the Hood chat room. You can do that at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number, as usual, is 323-410-0012. What up, bro? How's, uh, how's Earth treating you this week? Uh, hopefully better than the ball Ben Simmons. Because <laughs> Earth killing him. <laughs> Yo. Mm-hmm. Ain't no ain't no buildings falling down out from underneath me, man. Rest in peace, and I pray all them folks is all right. Yo, that is I don't know crazy. If you heard, I don't know if you heard. I did, I did. I saw that down in uh, Miami, right, Collins? Like, like, yeah. on, man, old some of our old stomping ground type places. But yo, I don't. This might have just been local news, but little bridge, um. The joint near, I think it's over, I think it's like 295 over 50. One of them Benning Road joints, that joint collapsed onto the road yesterday. Um, you know, holler at me after the show. I'll figure out exactly Damn. where it was. But, yeah, people sent me pictures of it live. It's like one of those, you know, in Maryland they do the bridges with the fences around them because you can walk over the bridge. Like, one of them joints collapsed down onto the road. And the picture that I saw I'll text it to you. It looked like, you know, it might have had some cars up under it, um, you know, after the collapse. So, man, shout out. And, and you know, hopefully everybody's okay in that situation. Hopefully as many people as possible are okay in the situation down in Miami, man. Like, what's going on right now? Somebody told me when they saw the first one yesterday, he was like, Biden need to hurry up with this infrastructure plan. I was like, well, just get one of your Asian friends to ask for it or, or one of your gay friends to ask for it. It'll be right up. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we got to do right, what we got to right do, done. leverage who we need to leverage. So I'm calling up some of my homies to tell them to call their homie so we can get it done, man. All right, but y'all know what it is, man. Before we get started, we always got to remind you guys that whether you're with us live or not, um, 
You can always listen to archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that either on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms. There's never an excuse to miss an episode of the War Room. Tissue and the Tape Hip Hop Show, The Broad Street Line, John Appetit, On the Couch with the Wilsons, After Further Review with the Mayor. There is never an excuse to miss an episode because all of these episodes are on our website and all of these episodes are somewhere online on the podcast listening platform. So I don't want to hear it. All right, AB, let's get into some hot topics real quick, man, because, you know, it's a lot of stuff that happened this week in the NBA. Um, a good portion of that happened in our hometown, Philadelphia, man. This is just another week that just – it just gave people a peek Yo. into the life, man. This is the life of a Philly fan, man. We, we, we're used to this. Yo. <laughs> we're that used to losing in big moments to inferior teams. That's just what we do, dog. So before we do that, just got to let y'all know how topics are brought to you by my bookie. War Room family, it's time for you to make some bread sports betting at my bookie. If you bet against my sixes, then you probably came up last week. But if you still haven't checked out my bookie, then it's time to place a bet. The, the you know, Stanley Cup uh, playoffs, the finals are, are, are on deck. Um, the, the NBA conference finals are already underway. So y'all can lay down some money on all the biggest games in sports by joining us, the War Room, and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid. You don't get hassled. You get it fast. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after the manager forces the umpire to perform a stop and frisk on the opposing team's starting pitcher. So join now. And my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Say that again. My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. So don't make your first deposit $10 because then you're only going to get five from my bookie. If you, if you do a $1,000 deposit, my bookie will match $500 of that. So you got 1500 in your account right then, right there. So just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, WARROOM, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. I mean, unless you're just terrible at betting, then, you know, can't promise you you're going to get paid, but <laughs> do do what you got to do. All right, so... Like I said in the intro, B, there have been two game sevens since the last time we spoke to the good people out here in War Room land. What up, Skyview? We see you. Um, What up, Neil? Um, There's been two game sevens, and the first game seven was last Saturday evening between the Milwaukee Bucks and the home team, the Brooklyn Nets. Yo, I don't know if you watched this game, B, but this game was... Everything. <laughs> Game went down to the wire. I, I stars definitely starred. Did. Yo, stars starred. Role players role played. Yo, it went down to the wire. Kevin Durant, one of the biggest stars in the NBA, hit a two-pointer damn near the buzzer that if the bull wore a shoe uh, half a size smaller, would have been a three, and the series would have been over. It would have been dramatic. It would have been crazy. He puts the game in overtime because his toes are on the line. Milwaukee battles it out in overtime, wins the game, wins the series. B, 
beats the number two seed, moves on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, you got 50 minutes, 40 points, 13 rebounds, and five assists from Giannis Antetokounmpo. You got 53 minutes, 48 points, nine rebounds, six assists from Kevin Durant. You got 53 you minutes from Joe Harris. 22, nine and nine from James Harden. But from the brother Joe Harris, who has been <laughs> highly touted, you know, recently, <laughs> in 47 minutes, the, the shooter of shooters gave you 10 points, did give you nine rebounds, probably off his own misses, and two assists. <laughs> oh, he turned back into an accountant. Y'all Chris been calling Middleton. him an accountant all season. Chris Middleton gave you 52 minutes, 23 points, 10 rebounds, six assists. Chris Middleton is amazingly clutch to me like yeah. he hits big shots down the stretch of games he hits big shots at big time um so shout out joe johnson in oh, so what, what was your really. thought during this game i really i couldn't even sit back and give full concentration to this game because you know i was invited to my first um post-covid shindig um it was one of them joints though you had to show your card you couldn't get in to, to this person mm house if you weren't vaccinated so nice little shindig remind me to tell you about that too can you know it's not on, not for on-air consumption um <laughs> so yeah nice 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 um, little shindig but you know they, they had multiple tvs in the room so i was you know focused on trying to focus on that as much as possible with dj music blaring and people talking but this game was everything man every shout out to the shindig and yes, that game was all of it. And I was at a shindig of my own, uh, <laughs> way down Indian Head Highway, uh, watching this game. Um, yo, the funniest thing to me, funny, the funniest thing was that Joe Harris turned back into an accountant um, <laughs> after not being an accountant all season. He was outside and it mowing just goes his lawn to again. Show you, your white neighbor, Joe Harris. Just goes to show you, it makes a difference. When you have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Mark Henry, a.k.a. James Harden, on the floor with Joe Harris. That's when Joe Harris can get 25 and 29. But when he out there with just one star, because even though James Harden was on. Shout out to James Harden. I was impressed with that 22 because he pulled out every old man trick known to man to score 22 points. My man couldn't even move. He couldn't walk. He couldn't run. He couldn't defend. He couldn't do anything and still managed to get 22 points out of it. I, 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 was, I was impressed by the gutsy performance, but I'm not sure that he didn't hurt them even in that game. He looked better that game than he did the right. first game back. The, the first he game still, back, he, he all out hurt the team. Yeah. Like, Yo, he looked like an invalid in the first game. <laughs> this game, he just looked—he just looked hurt. He just looked hurt. But that first yeah. game was terrible. But I was impressed with him getting 22. Um, but it—it it, it goes to show you, man. Like it doesn't matter if you make a super team, health and 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 chance and fortune are important in getting a championship because I'll tell you right. right now, there's no possible way that the Milwaukee Fucks, I mean Bucks, can beat the Brooklyn Net at full strength. 
It's not possible. It's impossible. I, I don't know if I would say that, man. I'd respect the Bucks no. this year as a no, decent. I, I think the Bucks are better now not, than when they not, were, than when not, they were winning number one seeds and all that kind of stuff. You, know what I'm you, seen Becky, you seen what Becky with the good hair did to them last night? Boy, yeah, I, I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I mean, things are going to happen. And even, and even that series is, is not over. Um, but Becky's no, been no, doing not, that. No, they, they to, still to might come out with a win. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I don't know. Because I think Milwaukee no. has more. Because when it came down to I don't know, because you're right. Like, they weren't full strength. They didn't even have Kyrie. It's, it's kind of different. Brooklyn is the type of team, if, they, if you allow them to stick around, you will not have more offense than them in the clutch of a game, no matter who you, you will have not. on the team. So, so it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely a good point. I wouldn't say impossible, though, because I do respect Milwaukee. As a great team. Yeah. Remember, they were winning number one seeds, and I thought our team stacked up to them well. Like, I had mm-hmm. always wanted to play them, you know, for something important. Um, even I don't want to play season, them now. I, I wanted to play, if the Sixers wouldn't have choked against Atlanta, I would have rather played Brooklyn, but that's only because Brooklyn was limping into, you know, what would have been so a conference limp- like series. At, listen, man. Right. At, so you, at, you don't at, know. At full strength. Yeah. Plus, plus at Harden full, has full a strength, though. Harden has a, a hamstring. You know that can go back out on you at any point. Like hamstrings are it, nagging. It looks like it soon go they, back out on. Look like it never came back. Right. Soon as soon as no he hamstring. soon as he forgets that it's there and he tries to run on a fast break, like he's done. Kyrie, the way he came down on that ankle, it's going to be a while before he's one hundred percent. And you know, mm-hmm. so so I would have rather played them. Um, Milwaukee kind of lives and dies by the three. So it's like when they're hitting, they're damn near impossible to beat. But when they're not, a la last night, <laughs> it's it's a whole different story for them because they can't seem to get up off the line, even if, you know, that's what they're doing. Even though their best player, that's not his game. But when you're able to pack it in because those other guys aren't making shots, then Giannis becomes much less did you, effective. Did you, with the limitations did you see Chris game. Middleton beat somebody off the dribble, get to the rack, go up for a layup, and then kick it all the and way out? Kick it all the way out the three. air ball. Yeah. For the white ball to that, shoot the air ball. That's 2021 basketball, though. I yo, see I, that every yo, single hate, night in yo, the I association. I hate 2021 basketball. Yo, I, I hate it yo. every night in the association. It's crazy. I can't. I can't even. I can't even like Bull, even though I think he is a, somewhat clutch, just because of that play. I can't like him <laughs> because of that. Man. No. Yo, he yeah. he was he he damn we got, near. We got another. We got, go we got another similar play that we're gonna talk about later that happened in Philadelphia. He that went got up the for the layup. He went up for the layup and said, "No, nah, let me kick it way out for a long shot, so that the white bull that has." not warmed himself up, can shoot an air ball to the left and clear nothing. 2021 that basketball. That was the man. most ridiculous play I think I've seen in the playoffs. Um, man, Brooklyn. More, more ridiculous I, than um, Ben Simmons passing on a dunk. He could have he put one on Becky's head, Becky with the hair plugs. He could have put one on his head, yo, and he passed it to somebody that shoots yo, just as bad as he does. Ben <laughs> Let's talk about that game seven real quick. Let's talk about that game seven. Um, 
Before you give your opinion, hold we, that thought. I don't want do you we to have lose to? that thought. Do we have to? Let's 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 go. Let's start with the winners. Atlanta. Uh, they won the game 103-96 in Philadelphia. Won the series four games to three. Won three games on Philly's home court. Philly is like something crazy, like 61 and nine at home over the past two seasons. Right? Lost three games in this series at home. Like, how does that happen? So, ironically enough, the 76ers guarded Trey Young way better than the Knicks. They guarded him way better than the Bucks did in game one so far. And in game seven, in 43 minutes, he had 21 points, 10 assists, three rebounds. John Collins chipped in mm-hmm. with 14 points, 16 rebounds. Clint Capella's bum ass, 13 points, six rebounds. Gallinari, <laughs> 17 points, though a lot of them big points, five rebounds. Yo. And Lemon Pepper Lou only chipped in with six points, two assists, two rebounds. You're looking at those stats, right? And you're figuring mm-hmm. there's no way a team that's already the inferior team in the series. And I know a lot of people, you know, especially Atlanta fans, going to hear you hear us say that and be like, oh, come on, we beat you, we're inferior team. Um, casual sports fans, the best team does not always win. Trust me, the best team does not always win. Sometimes there's more heart on the inferior team, and the underdog, you yeah. know, does what he has to do. <laughs> Shout out to Rocky. Listen, but what did happen was Kevin Herter, University of Maryland, Maryland Terp, 27.7 rebounds, three assists in 40 minutes, most of that on the head of the, of the coach's son-in-law. Um, somebody, you, like, you can't really get mad at him because he showed more heart in this series than anybody on the team, sous chef, um, <laughs> sous chef mm-hmm. Curry. But he even, to me, he that's a coaching adjustment. Here. Like, right, that's a coaching adjustment, though. It doesn't take that many buckets for you to realize that 6'3", Seth Curry cannot guard 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, Kevin Herter, and he's destroying him. I don't know if it was a thing where he figured, man, no matter what Kevin Herter scores, it's not going to hurt us, it's not going to beat us. But it went a long way towards beating us. So what did you think about this game? Because, like I said, Ben Simmons is now the most hated man in Philly. He's the most clown sports figure of the past week. A lot of people were waiting for this to happen. A lot of people said you can't win with Ben Simmons as your point guard. His flaws are going to show up in the playoffs. His flaws have always showed up in the playoffs, but never to this extent. So give me your thoughts about this Um, game. Give me your thoughts about the state of Ben Simmons and his future with the Sixers and the state of the 76ers in general. Go. <laughs> I'm going to come back to, to Ben Simmons uh, mm-hmm. because his, his, his role in this is glaring. It's glaring. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the numbers, and we always talk about this, right, it's context, it's the eye test, because we, we go to these games or we watch them on TV or Shit, we might even catch a replay on YouTube. And your eyeball test will tell you what really happened. When people in history look back at the numbers, they're going to say, oh, man, Joel Embiid ball. Yeah, it's 30. No. No. They're going to be like, Joel Joel has 31, 11 rebounds, and three assists. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. Tobias had 24 two points, things, 14 rebounds, here. and four assists. Tobias Harris, first of all, I'm going to get to him. 
I'm going to go down the line. There's, there's, there's plenty to give out here. Joel, I don't know. See, normally I would give him the benefit of the doubt because of the injury that he has. I know how they played this as an organization. Okay, Joel, we're going to go very light on you in practice. You're going to get some shots up, but you're really not going to practice. You're going to do no cardio. We don't want you running on this leg. Now, why is that key? Because he's so talented and so skillful and has so much ability that even an out-of-shape Joel Embiid, and some of y'all are going to say, well, when is he ever in shape? But Touche. But, but even an out-of-shape Joel Embiid. But point proven. Out of, his, out of shape even, all his career. Even, even an out-of-shape out of shape Joel Embiid is capable of beating his dingus on top of Clint Capella's head to the tune of 30 points because he's that good. Like, he's right. that. He, I, I give him – he is that good that he just went out there and gave Clint Capella all he wanted for two and a half quarters, three quarters, because he's Clint Capella, and this is the second or third best center in the world. I'm going to go with the world, not the league, in the world. So you, I honestly expect Joel Embiid to do that. You mean, like I you mean first or second, though, not second or third. First or second, right. but yeah, 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 right. But then we get to the fourth quarter. I, I don't even know if the league has a top three out. anymore. I don't know if they have a top three anymore. But he gets to the fourth quarter, and he's not conditioned to continue. So yeah. the excuse is, the excuse is, well, he couldn't practice all week because we're protecting the knee because of the partially torn meniscus. Aha, aha, here's what all-time greats do across the board. Oh, I need conditioning. I don't need skill work to bust Clint Capella's ass. I need conditioning, so let me get in this anti-gravity machine so I'm not putting weight on the knee, but I'm getting the cardio work I need. Let me get in the pool and run in the pool on a treadmill because I need to keep my conditioning up instead of allowing the, the Sixers to shut him down and just roll with it, right? So I'm right. giving you the extras, and it's conjecture on my part, but I know Joel, and I know Joel didn't do those extra things because <laughs> like Shaq, he knows that he's so talented in his ability. He's looking at Clint Capella the same way we are. This bum ass thing, I'm gonna give him forty no matter what. And he's right. <laughs> and he's like, the end of and the because day, of the numbers, awesome. like that's my part. My part is done. I did yeah. my part. My part is done. Not no, necessarily we true. You, if you're watching, we this. needed you to dominate Clint Capella in the fourth quarter, and you ran out of gas, dog. So you, sir, are culpable in this. Maybe not as much as Ben. And maybe not as much as Doc. <sighs> Yo, Doc is not a good coach. I'm going to go ahead and it's not since Orlando. You know it. I'm, 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 yeah, you have. You know I've been just, saying that since Orlando. But Dev, I've been by has not been, Dev has not <laughs> been fooled. Uh, I would say I was fooled up until he left Boston. I saw in, in Clipperland where, yeah. I wouldn't call him not good. I would say he's overrated. I'd say he was still good. After this series, no, Doc's not a good coach. Doc is a lucky coach. Doc keep getting these Doc teams has, that are ready, and he's only got one, to go. one yeah, over the hump. Man. And, 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 and I mean, made, I, can you really say over the hump when you got a Kevin Garnett near the end of his prime or Ray Allen still 
near the end of his prime and a Paul Pierce but still, still in, his in prime. the front, but still right, in, I, his, in the front. Yeah, they, right. they still like, they still kill it. How hard is and, it? In a league that? where Yo. you only had one competitor that's even capable of giving that team a run, and that was who they played in the finals. Right. So so yeah, so like, so with that being said, Doc to me through through this series and the lack of adjustment, the lack of attention to detail in game. No, nah, he's not a good coach. Doc, you're number two on the list behind Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid is number three on the priority list of culpability for this situation. Now let's get to the bull, Tobias Harris. Based on his game and what I understand of his game, I actually think Tobias may be playing to his level. I think Tobias Harris is not an all-star level player, nor will he ever be. He's a good quality perimeter guy but y'all know where i'm gonna go with this if you listen to my program right now listen to my program player on the decade for a Mm -hmm. decade you know that i spares no cut cards going all the way to my favorite i sit here and tell you one of my favorite players of all time is overrated because he was overpaid and that's isolation joseph i think Mm -hmm. isolation joseph stole some money i think gilbert arenas stole some money and i love them two dudes I love mm-hmm. Iso Joe with a with with a passion. I love Definitely. him, but he's overrated based on the contract he had. Tobias Harris makes a hundred and seventy eight million dollars and had four points in a game. I'm here to tell you right now that my fat ass would have had more than four points in that game. I'd have found a way. <laughs> he's six eight. Foul he line. made a hundred and seventy eight million dollars over is it five years or six years it don't even matter he's getting a lot of years. 78 million and he went right. out there he, made, he made 35 or something like that this season so yo, he was the highest yo, paid player on the team this year yo he had four points in one of them games man it was the game of the 26 point points. L they, i mean the 26 point lead they gave up the, the game that i was lead at they gave up last week then the that, then maybe maybe it's me Maybe it's me. I, I know my beloved Sixers, you do watch them a little more. But I feel like 50% of his points, Poma stat there, are kind of like just get them. They're not meaningful points. It's like he just gets them. He just kind of gets buckets. He can get buckets. Some of them are meaningful, but he's not a meaningful, meaningful score. Now, maybe that's because there's two well, or three of them. And, 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 and I give you that. That's chefs, like, I can definitely yeah. see that. At the beginning of the season, maybe beginning all the way to near the middle, it seemed like the tide was turning on that because it started to seem like, okay, Toby is our closer when we need it. Like, he was taking the Jimmy Butler role. Um, That's for you. But he was taking the Jimmy Butler role. Mm -hmm. Um, Closing games out or whatever. But, like, as the season went on, that kind of faded and faded and faded. faded. And then when the playoffs started – where his gauge really is because people were a little upset at how he played in the bubble last season and his whole thing coming back this year, trying to get the all-star bid and all of that stuff was supposed to be, you know, uh, to avenge his, his playoff performance last year. But then we get to the playoff again and then you're, you're kind of sputtering through. He had some good ones against Washington. Um, didn't play that well against Atlanta, I mean, if you listen, if you're watching the game and you're listening to the game because he's scoring more in the later games, they're saying, oh, Tobias is back, blah, blah, blah. 
But like you said, like it wasn't really important buckets all the time. So he got his yeah. numbers. Yeah. But he but I'm, I'm going to go, go on further about this like, series. Okay. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, because he'll get 26, and you look at the box, and you're like, damn, he had 26? Yeah. Like, when did he score you know, 26? When yeah, he scored it's super, it. super in the flow, super uh, I'm getting this per quarter type of dude. Not like yeah, I'm just taking like it here because y'all need it, yeah. and I'm going to cook this ball for like 12 yo, in the Seth, quarter. Seth showed up. Seth, yo, Seth, Seth got abused in that game seven by Kevin Herter. But I get, but I, but, but, before but, that, but who didn't know Seth was a bad defender? So I put that on the coach. At some point, you have to Seth, switch him off. Seth offensively gave us he yo Seth way more than we asked and for. Joel c- carried the team at certain points in this series, and I I have the highest level of respect and regard because Seth Curry on a lot of levels shouldn't even be here, and you got him scoring thirty six in a game like. I, I my level of respect and regard for that young man has has quadrupled. Like I I, yeah. I love yeah. and respect what he 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 put it all out there, and he ain't even that talented man. But he can shoot I it. He can shoot his behind off. Like he gave us way showed. more this season than I thought he would be. And it, from the door when mm-hmm. he came in, I always thought that Seth should come off the bench, and I still don't. I still don't waver on that because I actually think if you bring him off the bench and he gives you what he was giving us, you know, in the starting lineup, then your bench wouldn't have been so bad because I'm going I'm to I'm take you down the road because I think, you know, Ben Simmons, he is the easy target. He is the low-hanging fruit. He is. We know he has serious flaws in his game that he needs to work on before he gets run out of Philly if it's not too late because the fans are hell-bent on running him out of Philly this summer. His agent is, got has been talking to the Sixers for the last two days um, about the future of Ben Simmons, whether it's going to be them asking for a trade or if they're just going to do something. What I really think they need to do is stop letting him go to Los Angeles by himself, putting together these tapes from L.A. Fitness of him cooking people and thinking that's it. I think he needs, I think he needs training from people involved in the organization during the summer. Because they know best, he's the ghost. along he with him, the ghost of what he needs yo, yo, for this particular team. You know what I'm saying? So I think he needs team-mandated training, not just – oh, go ahead, Jim. My bad. No, first off, first off, Seth did ball out until he got his dumb ass cooked in game seven. Um, That's one. Um, Two, the whole, like, yo, Ben is ass, all right, but, we, you know, I know y'all already talked about that. But um, if he's no, not we, the we only just problem, into it. No, 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 not at all. That's what, okay. that's what we're getting uh, into well, right now. Well, let me Good. let me set the table by saying, yo, Ben, Ben, you was ass, B. Um, that started with that, but um, I don't I don't think that he's necessarily gonna have an ass tastic career. Like, but I do think at times he might have to roll, yo. Um, just just for himself, like just for him to actually become the player that I think he can be. Because I know it's always like that, though. But I'm tired of people having to leave Philly. To do that, you know what I'm saying? Charles Barkley left Philly and became his best self, even though, you know, he was good for us, too. But, damn, when do we I, ever get past that, Jim? Why do we always got to draft dudes that think, got I think, something wrong with their dome and him, then they got to leave I to think, be better? But Because yeah. I think that him and his I want the good like players. So I, think like if ben, I think if Ben had his own team where he was the focal point and can, like, you know, spread the ball around, like, as opposed to it, – it's Embiid's team. It's Embiid's team. Embiid is the best player on the team. He's, like, mm-hmm. run up to the MVP. 
I just don't think their two games match together. Like, and, you know, it's always been an issue whether they could play together. Now, they can play together, but there were several times in that series where it's like, especially because he was checked out mentally, where, like, they're playing four on five. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're literally yeah. playing four on five. Like, it, like, that's the, I mean, that's the, only, the, only place, the only place they had him, Jim, was on the defensive end. I don't think he ever checked out of the series defensively. Maybe in one of them yeah. games, I think maybe he was, like, he was playing a little too rough because maybe he wanted to get kicked out of the game. <laughs> he wanted to foul out. I thought about that. No, at I one felt point. like that too. Yeah, I felt but like but that but for me, like, that was only in one it. game. Um, I actually said it to the folks watching the game, and I was like, "Yo, he's trying to get kicked out." But yeah. um, my my thing is though, I just don't know if him and Embiid can work like together, right? And that that's what my issue is. It's not that he can't play ball. Ben, I think Ben, yo, Ben is a jump shot away from being a top five, ten talent in the league, yeah. in my opinion. And, and and I agree, but, with you, and it's not even a three point jump shot, dude. If you can just get them to respect you, and 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 you can make a free throw, dude, you will be one of the best players in the game. But I'm but, I'm tired of us, you know, falling back on that Laurel, and it doesn't seem like he's like he came back. He, his in the beginning of the season, it seemed like his foul shot was improving. But now, like I said, it's mental because it's when mental. I went to that game the other night. They did the. They started attacking him a little bit before the half was over. At halftime, when nobody was watching, or you know the fans were watching, but the lights weren't on, the TV wasn't on, nothing mattered. Dude made like twelve straight free throws, man. And they were all net. Here's my biggest issue. Here's my biggest issue, and this comes into play. And we were having this conversation the other day as it it relates to, uh, you know, pandemic P, playoff P, PG thirteen, whatever you want to call them, man. When you think of LA, you think of him. Like we were talking about him, (laughs) and I was saying how like. Part of my disdain for him is, like, his social media antics, like, his off-the-court stuff, he's kind of cornballing, so it makes me, like, you know. But anyway, with that being said, like, yeah. with Ben. We, we came, up with, we came court, up with he's the he's the game of basketball. Yeah. So what, How we feel ben, about though, the game. Ben, like, the game of cornball. He can wrap his that, ass off, but he's a cornball. It's not that. It's not that Ben is a cornball off the court, but Ben seems to be really, like, into his, like, social media, John, like, I think the boy like wants to be a Kardashian model. Like when you when you combine mm-hmm. that with how he plays, like even after the the loss and all that, my man was out in these streets like taking photo ops for IG. Like, dude, the half the world hates your guts. You still out here like modeling um fashion over. Like, what are you doing? Um, and I think that's also part of him like going out L.A. hanging out with that crew. Like, it's just weird because here's the thing. Right now, it's nothing wrong with any of that. If I felt like year to year you were improving. I don't know if I can say he's really improved. I think that some of the stuff he does defensively and even offensively, I think he kind of did that in his rookie year. Well, the year that he won rookie of the year, not his rookie year, but the year he won rookie of the year. Like, I can't really see that much improvement in his game, and that's where the issue lies. Issue is, yeah, that, 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 like, that's where the issue lies, and that's why the city is like, fed no. up the way they are because there's a lot of people saying he hasn't got better since his rookie year. Of course, they're talking about offensively because a lot of people only look at the game in one facet, you know what I'm saying? Um, so so we know. One of them where we where we 15 years in, like, yo, if you only get a jump shot. I mean, I mean, Memphis right. was one hit away his whole career. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so but, but let's go back to what I was saying. Like, okay, we know his flaws. We know dude need to get better or or roll. What they say, uh, uh, shit or get off the pot. <laughs> like, like, do it, like, you got to do something. We know that. But at the same time, it seemed like all of everybody's attention is just going there. A lot of vitriol, you know, jersey burning. You know what fans do when they get upset, right? But 
this was a total team effort, man. You don't blow 26-point leads. You don't you don't blow 18-point leads. You don't do that in back-to-back games because one dude is afraid to shoot or can't shoot free throws. He didn't do – like, you you hear people out there super exaggerating. They lost a 26-point lead because they did the hack-a-shack on bull, and he couldn't make it. And that's not why they lost the game. Like, everybody played their part in the collapse in that series – I mean, in those games. And in game seven, there's a lot of blame to go around. You can start with Ben and his fear, his absolute fear of having the ball in his hands in any position where he might have to go to the foul line. Um, you know, and that came to fruition with a few minutes, 329 left to go in the fourth quarter when he could have put one on, on, on hair plugs neck. And instead he tried to, he passed it to somebody who probably shoots worse than him, but is more willing to shoot and um, Matisse Thibel, right? So, all right. So you had been in his antics that whole game. He was, a, he was afraid, took no shots in the fourth quarter. Matter of fact, he took no shots in the fourth quarter in five of the seven games of the series. He took, Three shots in the fourth quarter, period. Two in one game and one in another game. And the dude was actually three for three, shooting 100% from the field in the fourth quarter, but won't shoot in the fourth quarter, right? You can't so you have that. All star and not put up a dub in the entire playoffs. Like, yo, you can't <laughs> have but, but, Jim, then you have Joel, who I don't really like what he's been doing on social media since the game is over. Uh, of course, you know, when he was asked, about the turning point of the game, he threw Ben under the bus and said the play that I just said way, was the turning point of the game, the bus. which was which which wasn't even true. That wasn't the turning point of the game, but but whatever. Joe, he seems to be on a mission this week to distance himself from everything that went wrong. Not saying like I, there was a, an interview where there was more context and he said more and he did cop to whatever his part was, but there's always a but. In his in his initial tweet after the game. He was telling the city, I'm sorry we let you down. Um, this city is so tough. That's why I had to be tough and play with a torn meniscus. I thought that was a Bush League move to even bring up your own knee. Y'all know that. That's the stuff they used to do. But even he didn't do it himself, but that's the stuff the Patriots used to do anytime they didn't win the Super Bowl. They made sure somebody came out and told you every ailment that Tom Brady had going into those games. At least, at Yo, least it wasn't Tom Brady himself telling you about it it was a bush league move and joel's trying to distance himself from everything right so joel didn't play well despite the 31 points 11 rebounds he had eight turnovers in game seven and in game six he um like b Austin said earlier he kind of ran out of gas in the fourth quarter when you're not getting a lot of help from the rest of your team i can understand that that part of that part of things but at the same time when he runs out of gas he just starts to take very bad shots. He's taking runaway fadeaways to the side. When I'm thinking, like, you would probably exert less energy if you just stay down on the block and jump hook this Hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. I, I, part of that is like this, right? So it is crazy what he said. I mean, it's not as bad as McNabb saying, yo, I did my part. That was the rest of right. them. Like, it ain't that bad. But – Part of Joel's, like, inconsistency or, like, lack of, um, um, you know, scoring or what have you in the end of the game, I blame that on Ben, too. I guess so. I got to carry this the whole time because my other all-star, um, you know, hand quotes, if my other all-star won't shoot, can't shoot, can't put up 10 points, like, yo, I got to do it all. Part of that is Ben's fault, too. No, no, no. And that's definitely it. But at the same time, like, it's not all Ben. It's the fact that 
the Sixers were they reverted back to getting virtually nothing from their bench. So let's go. You got Ben. Let's go Doc because Doc was terrible with his adjustments or lack thereof. Because like I said, it doesn't take you that long to see that Seth Curry cannot guard this dude. Um, It doesn't take 27 points for you to finally figure that out. We've determined that it's Ben, Doc. We're given an order of blame, uh, Jimmy. Order of blame is Ben, Doc, Joel. You you went Toby. You went Toby after Joel. I'm kind of thinking – the bench. The bench was wild and consistent. The White Howard pretty much gave you nothing. <laughs> he blamed the series. whole bench. Yeah, them and I, you know, I sat here bad. and had my moments with the White because he did stupid stuff all throughout the season. But you know, a lot of people would remind me, like, man, he's the best backup center we had probably since ever. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. I think some of nothing, that was yo. because because it was during Pride Month and he couldn't concentrate. <laughs> Shake Milton hey, gave us pretty much nothing since, uh, you know, except for in game two when he went crazy. That you can kind of put on Doc a little bit because there were a lot of games in these playoffs and in this series where Shake Milton didn't even get in the game until the fourth quarter. Like, what do you expect somebody to do if they don't get in the game until the third or fourth quarter? Like, you can't really expect that spark that he gave you in game two. That's not going to happen every time. Maxie was wild and consistent, but you expect that from a rookie, and he kind of kind of gets a pass. Where the hell was George Hill? He was supposed to be the veteran presence that they picked up that was going to help them with a steady hand. He was damn near invisible, offensively especially. And he was getting cooked. Where was Kyle Lowry? Because for some reason, your man kept trying to put him on Gallinari. And Gallinari was way bigger than him, and he was cooking George Hill. So that goes back to Hill, the bench, and Doc. And then you got Toby, who blew at least seven layups in game seven. Despite his 24 points and 14 rebounds, that's all well and good. But if you're blowing seven bunnies that we need, that's not a good performance. So we can go for the low-hanging fruit. We could be so mad at Ben Simmons. He deserves you. He deserves this grief that he's getting. But for it all to be pointed at him is completely silly, man. They blew this series as a team, coach included. And there's no excuse for that, man. No excuse for that. That's my spiel. (laughs) So you you have replaced Kobe as number two. He has to. I'm not saying he doesn't. But you know how it is, man. You're in the city. You, you know how it is. It's all been. It's no, been, no, no, been, been. Maybe a week from the now they'll start the talking about other people. Right? But. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. When Ben was going crazy when rookie of the year, he got all the praise and you know that he deserves. So like at the same time that you get the praise, when you lose the best player, you got you got to wear that. Like especially he didn't even got to wear it because he's one of the two best players on the team. He got to wear it because he was straight. And then and it's not with him. It's not even ass. It's scared. It's fear. Yo, you can't. He, you thing. can't here's really the, say he played thing, bad though. because the, he didn't even play. Tiny, except for tiny, tiny heart syndrome. Like he refused to play. My man got tiny heart point, syndrome. He was a six ten, hundred million dollar screen setter all series on offense. Yo, listen, <laughs> he would pass the ball the and thing. set the screen for the dude he passed it to. He ran from well, the real quick, real quick. Here's the thing, though. That's even worse than Philadelphia. You're talking about Philadelphia. I know. That's Philadelphia. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's worse. So that's worse than playing even, bad. Even if you ask, yeah. even if you ask, effort. But you ask and you out here trying. 
we'll show you love. When you don't try, that is the absolute worst thing to happen in this yo, city. Yo, exactly. Based on what Jimmy just said, yo, Ben got to go, yo. So ben got to go. We've, watch, we've, we've watched, we've watched <laughs> Allen Iverson teams lose in the playoffs and get standing ovations as, they, as they're leaving the court. Whole different ball game, man. When it's effort, because the, because the effort is there, bro. Like, yo, yo, folks love like Coy and Ty Detmer is because like they're not even that good, but the fact is, them dudes are not there. And, like, yo, they, they, they will give it all. Yo, it is they were they were asked by nature because they just weren't good enough and 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 got love from the city. You're absolutely right about that. They just asked by nature. That's the thing. It's like. <laughs> This city is one. All we want is effort, bro. And and you did the one thing that's like unforgivable in Philadelphia. It's not right. even that you were ass and you stunk it up. If you stunk it up, if you was letting it fly and you was just missing, you still would have cooked you. But this is different. This is like, so. What's, yo, so what's his future? And, and, Does he have a future in Philly? He gotta go because I Rich know, Paul bro. was then, talking then, about. You know, they're talking up. about possible scenarios, but then they're also talking about. Okay, what does it look like if he comes back? We know what it's going to look like from a fan perspective. The dude is going to feel like he's in enemy territory every night, until and it's going to be until the playoffs start. Like he can play well throughout the regular season next year if he stays. He has to show improve throughout a playoff run, win or lose, to to even start to get any forgiveness from the city. Then then he turned around and pissed off his whole Australian teammates. Yo, everybody in the world hates him right now, bro. Like he That's what I said. He's Australian. Most, I mean, he he pissed off a whole other continent. Like you just He's he like, yo, no, he, 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 in the middle of all that, you still IG thoughting though. <laughs> yeah, man. So we'll so we'll see, you know, what's gonna happen. Um just 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 quick go to everybody. B, do you see Ben Simmons in a Sixers uniform on opening night? Yeah. I don't know how you get rid of him. Who, who's a trade partner? Yeah, Jim, you see him as a Sixer on opening night? Probably in – I see a, a Shanghai, like maybe in Shanghai. Um, <laughs> no, but I, 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 I mean – if something happens, it'll probably be done. I don't know. NBA is kind of dramatic, so he might he might go before the draft. NBA is kind of mad dramatic. I just don't know. Maybe things will blow over. And I, also, I guess it depends on what happens. If Atlanta goes through and, and wins the whole thing or goes to the chip, it might change things. I, I don't think so, though, because you still, like, still got to play a certain way. This is my thing. I, I, yeah. I see it just because the Sixers, like, no matter what, like, yeah, he played like trash, but – He's still a commodity. You can't just give him up for a bag of chips. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't get back what you think you need back to to get rid of a player like that, a player with quote unquote potential like that, then then you can't pull the trigger. But at the same time, I don't know if they'll ever trust him again in the postseason. So maybe they bring him back with all his newfound things that he might be able to do, let him play and get rid of him near the trade deadline because they will no longer trust what he's going to do in the playoffs. So I'm thinking that's more of a likely scenario than just getting rid of him. But unless somebody going to be dumb enough to give us like Dame or, or, or somebody for the ball, like you can't just let him go for, for a bag of chips. Somebody gave what me a scenario Andrew today. Lane, Andrew Lane, um, Jeff Hornacek, and Tim, and, and Tim Perry. Yeah, we can't do that. We cannot come out with Hornacek, Perry, I mean, and Lang, man. We, 
We can't. I mean, I can't. I could. I don't see. I don't see. I mean, when NBA trades a player like that, you never get back to. You know, you, you got to do the best you can. I know. I know. You're never but you get can't get that. That can't be the best you can, man. That can't be the best you can. Hornacek was the yeah, only serviceable NBA player in that whole thing. So no, but here's like, here's here's a scenario somebody gave me today. My neighbor's from Philly. He's a Sixers fan. So he was thinking. He was like, well, Detroit said that they're willing to part with that number one pick. So maybe if you send maybe like Ben Simmons and Shake Milton to Detroit and maybe get back that number one pick and um, um, get the ball back, who started with the Sixers, uh, Jeremy Grant, something like that. Like you're looking at that, and that's now not star power. You'll, you'll have a Cade Cunningham at point guard, and you'll have Jeremy Grant back. To me, like I'm not – I'm like, all right. That's still Ben Simmons. No matter how trash he played, that's still Ben Simmons. But I'd take that before i take a Hornacek, Perry, Lang type deal. Yeah, but I don't think nobody's giving <laughs> you a number one for that bull right now. to be that bull. You know what I mean? Even though he but I don't know if the Sixers are ready to start right now, over with a number one pick at point. His value right now is in the trash. So I don't see nobody giving you a number one pick for ball. Like, you know, I just don't. I mean, that is right Detroit, now. though. I mean, that's Detroit. Like, they, yeah. They best player yeah, is Jeremy Grant, I mean, yo. So that's Detroit, so. I, I got you, but right now they probably better have Jeremy Grant than Ben Simmons. Like Ben Simmons, yo, his 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 name tastes like ass when you speak it right now. Like so, I don't see him in know, the streets of jewelry. You can keep it. Uh, yeah, but but, but at the same time, but at the same time, Jim, you know everybody at this level think they're geniuses and think they can fix anybody. So his value is in everybody else's cockiness. Oh, we can fix him. The Sixers just yeah, don't know that, what the hell they're doing. We would have done ben, this. Ben we would have done right? that. He would have been shooting by now. That's what everybody else is saying. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, Ben Simmons, you're going to have to wear this for a while. And as I said, if you stay in Philly, I don't know. He might think he wants to stay in Philly, or he just might be saying the right things. But when opening night comes, oh, you're not going to want to do that at, at home all the time. You're not going to want to go through that at home. <laughs> you're not going to want to go through what they're going to put him through um, at home. Like, that's crazy. So we'll see how that plays out, man. He deserves all the grief he's getting right now. But my thing is, like, all right, we got to stop at a certain point. We got to draw a line somewhere. Bull did not lose that series by himself. That series should have been over in five. And that's me giving them the one that they stole in game one. That series should have been over in five. So, they, you know, people can make all the excuses they want. Joel can try to distance himself from the Ben train all he wants, but everybody played a part in that, and including him. Everybody played a part, man. Everybody, yeah, including Becky with the good hair. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, the Sixers guarded him way better than the Knicks did. They guarded him way better than the Bucks did in Game One. Who knows what's going forward? Like he didn't really kill us. Like in the games where he even scored a lot, like. It, like those, like he didn't kill us like that. I mean, I've seen this dude just straight go off and 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 murder people, and and the Sixers weren't a victim. Now. He had to work for everything he got. There's, there's no way that team should be. But they did. Shout out to Atlanta. I don't want anybody from Atlanta to think that anybody here is hating because for real, for real, I'd like to see Atlanta upset the rest of the field and win the championship. And and, Yo, and, and man, usually man, you say that because you're like, I want my team to lose to the eventual champion. So we can say it has nothing to do with the Sixers. Like, I like what them young bulls are doing, man. They're playing like they I, don't I, care. I, like, I, it ain't no fear. They don't know that they, they, they not supposed it. to win. I want to see. 
I want to see Atlanta and Phoenix because I think it'll be entertaining because like Booker and the Bull Payne, Payne be going off. Um, Booker yeah. be going off. Um, my man Bucky from Fat uh, Albert. <laughs> yo, cut it out, yo. You out of pocket, yo. The thing about Trey though is because Trey can go off like that, even when he doesn't cook, the threat of him going off gets him so many passing lanes. Like, hell yeah, yo. Games, like 15, he could pass, 15, yo. Plus, That's his plus, his, yo, plus the lob pass to Capella. The lob to Capella looks just like his floater. So you don't know what he's doing. Like, I did hear a lot of people kept saying, I mean, because Joel is dumbfounded when Trey gets into the lane, when, when they can't stay in front of him. He don't know whether to come up, whether to stay back. Joel got it put on his head like five times in this series. <laughs> Dog, and, 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 and the, the crazy thing is the Bull made a T-shirt yo, a out of it. He got a T-shirt. Dog. But Bull put him in a chokehold while he was dunking on him and got a, got a defensive foul, got a hand one. Like, yo, and then put it on he a put T-shirt. Him, yo, he put – yo, you got put in a chokehold and got goddesses in your face. Yo, <laughs> Oh, he choke slammed him while he was banging on him, man. Come on, John Collins. Yo, I like John yo, Collins too. Yo, 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 John yo, Collins has Collins been the first nice, person bro. that Toby couldn't nice, bully bro. in the post. John Collins nice, was bro. cooking he Toby nice. at one point in this series, and Toby really couldn't cook him back. So, um, yeah, yo, yeah. I, I like what them young boys are doing, man. I'm, I'd, I'd rather no see them fear. win than anybody yeah, left. Than no anybody left. They got, they got Collins here, no fear. Trey, who's like, you know, just a beast. And then they got all the like you know Europeans in the corner that's going to shoot the lights out. And Bo- and Bogdanovich don't even count in that in that call because Bogdanovich think he Kobe he shoot anything. Like, like, yo, he got I'm hurt go for the series, but yo he he'll shoot anything. But that's what I'm saying. He got some exciting teams left, bro. The thing about this playoffs in general, I think this has been one of the better playoffs. Like because right. when you look at Atlanta beating New York, like I probably didn't see that. And um, it's just not the usual away. suspects. You know what I mean? It's good yeah, to see Yeah, man. It's like you got all new teams. Yo, you got all cat, yo, all kinds of cats that's making money. Because I tell you one thing, Cameron Payne about to get paid, Booker about to get paid, everybody getting about to get paid, bro. Like. You got to pay all these dudes now. When you perform at this level. And you know how we be playing ball in the um, chat, Jim? Yo, even on national TV, Mark Jackson said this ball went from a dance partner to a a good NBA performer. Yo, because remember, (laughs) campaign used to – he never got in a game in OKC. He used to be the dude when Russell Westbrook got introduced, they would do a little jig together, and then Russ would run out. And then that's all you saw, boy. That's all you knew of him. The, Chicago gave up on him like at minicamp. <laughs> Chicago said two practices in, we knew said, he couldn't play quote, in the NBA. Dog, I say he said this in our quote. He said by the ten minutes into the second practice, we knew that he wouldn't be an NBA player. <laughs> Damn. Now, 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 now he now out he here, here fit to win a ring everybody. on their ass. He's fitting to win a ring so on their ass. Flying folks. I mean, left hand layups off the wrong foot, but somehow they always work. Like, My man Bucky out here yeah, balling yeah. like he's still balling at the courts in Richard Allen. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, he be, if you know, yo, you know. He be cooking, bro. He be cooking. Like, I, yeah, I like watching young boy play, man. Him, him and Book, and then Aiden. Aiden look like a young Bill Russell out there. <laughs> he look like a he look like an old Delroy Linda, but a, but a young Bill Russell. <laughs> but shout out to him because the improvement is definitely there. All right, so – um. Yeah, the, the conference finals. The, the the Phoenix Suns are already two games up, two games to nothing um, over the Clippers. Uh, the first game was kind of a uh, Devin Booker was cooking after the first, you know, during the first game. It was actually Devin Booker 
Paul George show in the first game. In the second game, Paul George choked at the foul line, which gave Phoenix a, you know, the opportunity to take the game. Uh, they got the – yo, we see, we see teams try this at the buzzer probably 35 times a season. And how often do you Never ever would. see Never. the alley-oop? With zero on the clock going. Ne- like, how often do you ever? Never. never. Me to be zero, zero. I think maybe I've seen it once and, and, and the whole time that I've watched basketball in my whole life. Maybe. And I'm trying to remember who that was. But that's yo, definitely yo, a zero percent play. I thought it was basket, and it was it was basket interference. I thought, I thought it was too until Van Gundy over the said the rules. <laughs> Jason Kidd. So Van Gundy told what? us that there I is no basket interference in that situation. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't even care. Yo, they, they, yeah, yo, for, for some reason, caught, B, and I, I didn't look it up after court. he said it, but Van Gundy said there is no basket interference in that situation. So he damn near could have put but, his hand in the basket. Uh, I don't understand why, but that's what he said. I don't know. But look at, if you look at the play, don't even look at the basket interference. The way the Clippers got caught on that, they kind of deserved that treatment. The way they got caught I on mean, that play. If they we keep it in the foul, yeah. wow. Ty Lue is the coach, and the last coach grabbed, is Doc Rivers. He, he grabbed so, the boy's know, they shirt. They don't know no better. Yo, Aiden grabbed the boy's shirt and threw him into the screen. So, I mean, we want to keep it a foul, wow. It was a little, yeah, little yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, suspect with that. But, I mean, but you can't strong, call that at that point. If, if the refs don't call it, it ain't a foul. If the, if the ref don't call you ain't if you ain't John cheating, you Collins ain't for choke slamming uh, I mean, the ball into the basket and making a shirt out of it, then it ain't no foul. All right, whatever. Move Young on. man shooting eighty nine percent don't miss them two foul shots. You know what I'm saying? Shot to be off in the clutch game. If you if he, if he, uh, if he don't miss them two foul shots, then <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know, Jimmy know. I mean, he 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 trolling right now, but he know. I was the first one to say in the chat, like, damn, PG just choked. He choked. I ain't, I ain't, you know, I don't pull no punches. Whether I like you, whether I think you got game or not, the boy choked. He's a like he's he's a damn near ninety percent foul shooter. You don't go there and miss two foul shots in that situation. Yo, he was two. That's as well as he I'm played like, in the game, and as well as he's been playing, he went up there and, and when they needed him most, and he choked. So you know he got to wear that too. Um, I mean, like I always say, Jim, like people, of course, when he he does something wrong, they're gonna go overboard. But yeah, wear that. They got they they got he got to wear that. Listen, shout out, um, shout out to the young boy because we ain't giving him a shout out since uh, since last time we were on the show. Shout out to the young boy, man, for the Clippers too because he about to get a check. Yo, that's your wanna man's younger brother. Because I, I ain't gonna yo, hold you. Boy, boy, man. Go watch that. Go go peek at that movie and how boy looked in that wood. He looked like he looked just like yeah. your man, and his name just happened to be yo, the man. Boy, man yo, the, the boy man looks like he's about 12 years old, though. He got a baby face, like, pause. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, baby who face is this boy? Why does, why yeah. does, I'm like, why does 12-year-old boy look like 40? Boy, yo, boy do look like he, uh, he look like he friends with Jimon. <laughs> <laughs> like, Speaking of, like, man, yo, got, happy, happy born day to the young Jimon. king, man. Born day was last Thank week. You. Happy born day to the young we'll king. Let him know. Yo, top three, top three of all time. Yeah, hell yeah. Yo, bull, bull, yeah. Bull, bull man, yo, bull man can't drink for another four years, and he out here driving <laughs> forty on people. Pele, Freddie Adu, and Jimon. <laughs> That's the list. Word on Top three of all time, yo. Top three. Top three yo, of all time. He still got time to move up. <laughs> he got That's time right. to move yo, up. Yo, oh, we getting Freddie Adu. 
I don't know. So let me get y'all pick on this. I know the series already started, but let's keep it real with what you thought before the series started. Um, who's gonna win the the Clippers Phoenix? Well, who was gonna win it last week when you when you picked before the season? I picked. We weren't on the air. I picked. I picked. I picked the Clippers. I don't know why I did that. Uh, I, I picked so, the I picked the Clippers in seven is is what I did and you know I they've the been down two zero in every series so far this season I don't know if Phoenix is gonna let them off the them? mat like Utah did and 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 um right, whoever Devin right. Booker so now, Devin want, Booker ain't about to let you off the mat stuff I want I want Suns to win right now the caveat with the Clippers is I feel like if the Clippers had a um, mute they were they were washing but they don't have mute. And mm-hmm. it's like they're down 2-0 with Chris Paul coming back. Because there's a couple right. points in those games where I'm like, yo, if they had Chris Paul, this would be a lot easier. Because he just makes things easier. Like, they won the game, but they had to fight harder than you watch. If you watch them play in the course right. of the year, Chris Paul goes even, to settle, and this is settle, like, settle the team down. They'd be going crazy at times. I'm like, his presence right. is going to be crazy when he comes back. So now, like they I mean, playing a, too I, fast. Because even, even, yeah, even, even with campaign doing what he's doing, right? It's like you said. Even even when he's balling, it's still a different dynamic than Chris Paul. Like you got to ball this hard. Like yeah, you doing this and balling this hard is kind of what y'all got to do because it's going to be a different scenario without Chris Paul. And maybe you don't exert that much energy when he did because he makes it happen. Last time I saw Chris Paul, he arguably had the best game I ever seen him play. So like, if he come back Mm -hmm. on that wave, and you know, this is this is his best chance to win a chip right now. So. I and mean, he got and you know. and he got the rest of that shoulder. Luckily, you know they were able to win two games. So the fact that he got treated differently than LeBron in the health and safety protocol, it no longer matters because they won two games. So he was able to rest that shoulder. You know, not voluntarily, but he was able to rest that while they still went out and won games. So um, we're gonna see how that series goes. All right. So Atlanta's up one game to nothing on the Milwaukee Bucks. Trey Young gave them. The business, and y'all know how highly I tout Drew Holiday's defense. He cracked Drew so hard that on that one play where he crossed him over and did the shimmy before he shot the ball, Drew just quit. Drew, stop playing D. Like, yo, yo, Portis ran up like later, like, yo, you're not going to go. Like, yo, you're not going to go. I saw that play. Why he make my man quit, though? Yo. Yo, and then he threw a oop off the backboard to John Collins. Somebody else got banged on. They taking bodies, man. I like this young team, man. I, I, I did not want to like Trey. I was not about that ice Trey life. But this boy, the way he play, yo, and he, talk, and he talks on the quiet tip, too. Not, like, real loud about it, but he talks shit all game. See, he lets see, you know that, all game. Jim, you know the type of players – you know the type of player that can turn B. Austin. Like, it don't matter if he don't like you. Trey just did it a little faster than anybody else. Right, now, shout out to the homie Phil Matic. Um, I hope one day, you know, he can come to his senses because he be talking crazy about yo, Trey. But, yo, no. Ice Trey. Certain, and, and if this if, the if thing, we stand for hooper. certain things in our lives, there's certain people out there, I'm like, yo, if you stand for this and you stand for that, how can you not like this person? And I'm not just talking about Look, Trey. I'm just I'm talking not, about as examples. Like, like when people I, didn't I, I like know Kobe, trying to I'm set like, it up. if you stand for certain things it's in your life, how do you not like Kobe Bryant? 
I ain't trying to set it yeah. up. I wasn't even thinking about that until you said it. Now I know who you're talking about. <laughs> he's trying to set it up. He's trying no, to set Bo, up. Boy, not even there yet. Jimmy, Jimmy, you coming down the lane? Yo, Jimmy, you coming down the lane? Boy, about to throw the hoop. <laughs> I, I ain't. He's throwing, hey, he's, I ain't say nothing. He's throwing look, the look, Capella. Hey, he's hey, throwing hey, the Capella Jim, lob. He feel guilty? He's throwing the Capella lob. Here you go, I was not trying to. I was not trying to choke slam bang on you. I really. I was going. I was shifting it from Trey to Kobe. I'm like, how does like all these people to the day he died, you know, who hated Kobe, you know, all of a sudden they all right with him now because he did. But I'm like, if you stand for certain things, like how do you not like yo this person? I don't think I don't even call yourself a man. He's not even the type of athlete that can do any other sport. I don't think he's really that fast. I don't think, yo, my man is just a hooper's hooper's hooper. Yo, he's Steve Nash 2.0 with more, quote, unquote, swagger. You know what I mean? He's Steve nah, he's Nash. Dumber, he shoot dumber, he shoot dumber Nash, shots than Steve. And he can absolutely he's, be compared to Steph Curry. I'm not saying he's yo, Steph Curry, but. If you look yeah. at his game, that's, there are a lot of similarities. Both, neither one of them are very athletic. They both can he get might to be better. He might be, listen, Dad, he might be a better passer than stuff. I don't no, think is. there's by, a might. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's a might, especially earlier. Truthfully, besides Steph shooting, he might be a better yeah, everything than stuff right? in year three. Might be a better every year. Three. And the fact that you know, the survival is the greatest point of all time, right? Well, that's kind of hyperbole, but the fact is, injuries, and he wasn't that good early, when it's time for him to mm-hmm. re-up, he didn't get a max deal. And because he didn't get a max deal, that's what allowed them to build what they built because right. he mm. didn't get a max deal. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like, and that's, that's, why, that's why Trey is never going to be on a team with where, where they're going to give him a, a you know, a Clay, a KD, good. a Draymond, you know, all of them kind of dudes. Yeah, because he's going to get the super max right off the door. And he gonna take up too much of the team's salary cap, so he's gonna have to do that. Yo, yo, but, but, but that train, is a great point, train. man. You don't build what you build in, in Golden State if if Steph Curry is Trey Young in his first three years in the league. Here's the crazy part: yes. Trey still hasn't really even figured out how to play basketball. He's still kind of too willy nilly with the ball and be drawing. He just park when open. he actually figures out how to play basketball, it's gonna be pickles, man. Because here's the thing: right, first off. I think I think him and Nick McMillan seem to have some great chemistry, and I hope they remove the interim tag and give my man a job. Man, um, hope he, he if they don't, there's gonna be a riot in Atlanta. Because and I'm gonna be down there in that joint around. with a pitchfork. And they seem to have they seem to have Tiki a camaraderie George. together. And if they, if they allow them to build <laughs> together, and he trusts him, and he could and he could teach him how to play point guard like without all the like crazy. Boy, gonna be a problem, yo. He's gonna be a problem. because he, he takes boy, yo, the he NBA takes at nice least. He takes at least five aggravating shots a game, and they don't be yeah. like Dame Lillard shots. Like he take, he take dumb yeah, ass shots. Yeah, they be dumb. Yeah, he get. He's that, like, cause you know. He he take he takes shots where you like, yo, Trey, you got the you got your foot on your neck. Why are you taking your foot off the neck with that with that dumb ass shot? Like, but when he get rolling, yo, he get rolling, and he a problem. He told yeah. the Kubo, get your big ass African hand off me, nigga. NBA got some nice ass young boys calls. Like it's the, it's the, the young boys in NBA now is dumb nice. Like, Trey, like, Luca, under twenty five. Uh-huh. Trey, Luca, Booker, Booker. 
Old ass under 25 nice ball. <laughs> Yo, Booker, Yo, Booker, 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 the only, Booker, the only 38 year old under 25. <laughs> Yo, all of them better than Ben. He shot the Ben because he made the All Star team over Trey, but that's even I was about to say Ben got more accolades than all of them, but he out Man's here scared in the playoffs, man. Terrence Man better yeah. than Ben. He just looks <laughs> All right, so look, man, our quote of the week, speaking of one of these young bulls, um, after game one, when Devin Booker had a 40-point triple-double, his first triple-double of his entire career, regular season or postseason. Because he don't care about nothing else. The hyperbole started. And next day, on first take, hey, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't watch, but the quote made rounds around the world. Quote, Devin Booker is the next Kobe Bryant. Stephen A. Smith after game one of the Western Conference Finals. Anything like, you know, what what y'all think about that? Yo, the only reason that we have to to address this, (laughs) the only reason we have to address this is our love and respect for the brother who's not, who's dearly departed. And the fact that we do have a certain respect for the young bull and what he's doing, don't, don't, don't put that out there on him for him to have to live up to that man. Leave that man. Let that man create his own legacy. First of all, they both Booker is like two inches shorter than Kobe. Secondly, I don't think they do not anything the similar in their games except yeah. for the mid-range mid-range, work mid-range that jumper. That's that's yeah. the only thing. The dribble, one dribble pull out of that. Booker also is a very smooth scorer, but I don't really think he's the athlete Kobe was. Kobe nah, was a and, different athlete. And was a different Booker, athlete. Booker probably couldn't defend me in full shape. So, yeah. I don't get the nah, next Kobe Bryant I don't know whether he could. Like, if you want to say I don't know whether he, he's taking some stuff I don't know whether he could or he couldn't, mentor. but I know, he, I know he wouldn't be interested. I think Booker's response to you would be like, all right, let him score. I'm going I'm to go ahead and score, outscore him. Like, he don't I have no he, real think, interest in defense. And I know, hey, Jim, I Jim, I know Phil Maddox sitting around somewhere like, wait, y'all told me. See, but, but to this, to me, they don't have any similarities. I think Trey is like a carbon copy of, of Steph. I don't think Kobe and Booker Yo. have any similarities, except for that mm. two dribble pull-up. I, my, my opinion is Stephen A. Smith on Angel Dust, though. That's all. <laughs> So that's that. We can just go ahead and move on. Stat of the week, man. We're not going to let this boy off the hook. I know we said his name a couple times, but the stat of the week. Y'all man, Doc Rivers, you know, world champion, Boston Celtics. Doc Rivers has 29 losses with a chance to clinch a playoff series. So in games where he has a chance to clinch a playoff series, not necessarily elimination games for himself, but elimination games possibly for the other team. He has 29 losses, which is the most by any head coach in NBA history. His 34.1% win percentage is the worst all-time among coaches with 20-plus games in said situation. How did Doc keep getting these championship-ready teams, man? Space Negro. Is he though? Because Doc was a little outspoken in, at Disney World. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, that just that that that, that just started. That just started. But he he got the you know he got the he's a safe Negro. Um, someone said that I heard the other day. Someone said Doc Doc Rivers is like one of the only guys who like everybody in the league loves him, um, with the exception of PG thirteen. Um, so maybe I do. <laughs> I mean, 
I guess Doc is being recycled the same way Rick Carlisle and Rich Adelman and them dudes are recycled through every team in the league. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty. Yeah. He's part of the recycle I, gang now. Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, and 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 I'm I'm glad that he is since he's black because we always had these complaints that the recycle gang is usually all white. So I'm good with that. But but he still gets a certain level of respect even from fans. And it seemed like now they're starting to see because a lot of people that, you know, we tried to say, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know about that hire. Like, the players might like him, so they might respect him more than they respected Brett Brown. But for everybody who was expecting to see something different performance-wise in the playoffs, man, I don't know if Doc was your guy, man. And and look at Nate. Look at Nate over there. Tell me he ain't out-coached the bullshit out of Doc during this series. Yeah, you know, Nate was coaching his – he was coaching his ass off. All right, so last thing before Jimmy tells us what happened this week while you're on the grind, man. I just wanted to give you guys the um the roster for Team USA basketball. Um, Team USA basketball in the 2020, technically the 2020 Olympics, but uh, literally the 2021 Olympics. Um. This is your Team USA. Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, Jason Light Mamba Tatum. So we got two Kobe stands right right there, you know, getting eight Kobe, Um Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, Kevin Love, Draymond Green, Bam Adebayo, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday and Jeremy Grant. With the improvement in world play, do y'all think this team will bring home the gold? And if you do, will it be yeah. in convincing blowout fashion like the no. dream teams of the world and the dream team twos and the redeem team? No. All of them cats, do they you know, do they do they do they go at it like two thousand eight with with Bron, no. Kobe, Wade, and all of them? Um, no, it, 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 nah. it's, it's, going, it's going to it's going to end up being wins. And shout out to Jeremy that Grant. team. That team doesn't even have the athletes that the. I, I think two things. There's two people, maybe three, on that roster that convince me that they'll win. And that's just like Kevin Durant is one of those players where there's just no, there's just nothing out there to stop a seven foot two guard. There's just there's nothing out there. Like, what are you gonna do with him? What are you gonna do about him? Like, there's nothing you can do. Damian, I think Damian adds a, a dimension that the world doesn't see. I think Book, I think Booker. And maybe Tatum. The rest of them dudes is interchangeable. Sorry, bro. I technically know why Kevin Love is on this team, but <laughs> from your perspective, I can don't. anybody explain to me why Kevin Love is on this team? Like, I'm like what, does Kevin Love even deserve to be on this team? Whether or not his skill set fits the FIBA game or not. Does he even deserve to be on this team from what he's done no, for and what he's shown from the, the, the Cavs this season? No. Neither way go. Boys are, boys are quitter. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's, really, it's really that simple. I mean, maybe they're trying to run him out there so they can get their money's worth because he's making so much bread. But And maybe they need somebody with his complexion, you know, as they travel the world. But I don't know. 
Yeah. So my thing is, I mean, I, I mean, I got the thing about that is, like, there's always one of these teams that got a bunch of pros that've been playing together that's gonna get them on um, getting that work. But I also don't know what All NBA right. player, man. I'm rooting for Nigeria, by the way. Nigeria, yo, y'all, y'all know who's coaching Nigeria? I don't, but y'all know. Mike you, Brown. You, <laughs> yo, you, you playing? Uh, that serious, yo. Look at yo, that. Uh, Nigeria, if he gets into the office, he gets the job, man. Yo, he should put he should make a clin he should do a clinic on interview skills, man. He has to. But but Pete the, back to the the whole Kevin Love thing. It's like, like I said, okay, of course he has the skill set for FIBA, but when y'all think about it, and somebody else pulled my coat out of this earlier in the day, all the best big men are foreign. <laughs> so, yeah. So you you kind of only left with Kevin Love unless you're gonna tap like Blake Griffin. Man. He ain't tall enough. <laughs> Hurt. Man. So think about it. All the all the best big men can't get the Joker, can't get Embiid. You can't even get Nurkic, Nurkic or whatever his name. You you can't get cast like that. You can't get Damn. you can't get Adams. He's from Australia or wherever the hell he's from. Or no, he's not from Australia. He's from I don't know. He's Somewhere from, down there. New Zealand. <laughs> but think about it. New Zealand. Yeah. All the all the best big men. Yo. All we left with is Kevin, Kevin Love, though. Because you know they're not gonna Kevin get Boogie a job. You don't get they gonna get Boogie a job. Bill King Noah. You can't give Noah, man. <laughs> no, he's foreign too. You can't give right. Oh, right. He, he can play on the French team if you he want to. <laughs> so you so you can't go Aiton because he can't he 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 can't play the FIBA game. You could go Boogie, but you know they're not giving Boogie a job. The NBA barely gave Boogie a job. So <laughs> so that that's your team USA. Look forward to seeing them lose. I mean, look forward to seeing them play when the um Olympics start. Um, you know, a couple of my favorites on there, man. You got Dame on there. So, you know, got a roof for Dame. But, um, you know, I wouldn't be upset if Mike Brown came in and, and outcoached everybody and, and got that win. I want to see Mike Shout Brown give, give Jay Cole a run. <laughs> no. <laughs> he a citizen now? He stayed in Africa for, for a week. Is he Yo, a citizen? crazy part is I didn't realize how many Nigerian players were in the NBA. Like, they have a huge influx of players from Nigeria in the NBA. I got you. Yeah, like coming from everywhere. Of, um, that's, that, that, that's the country um, that has the most uh, NBA players. Um, right. Yeah, so that's crazy, man. He definitely got the coaching job. Definitely, uh, definitely, man. Interview Maven. That's that's that boy right there. All right. So before Jim tells us what happened while y'all were on the grind, man, y'all know what the deal is, man. Y'all can always check out our website, whether live during the show or anytime during your life. You can check out warroomsports.com. You know, browse around, see what we got to offer, man. We got podcasts. We got webcasts. We got we got uh, stories. Uh, I don't know. We haven't been writing much for the blog lately, but, hey, you can go read some old content on there. But um, check it out. See everything that we got to offer. Also, if you want to call us and speak with speak with us about any of today's topics, dial the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline three two three four one zero 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 one two. As a matter of fact, we might have to go to the phone line real quick before we do this because I know 
There's some people probably cursing us out. Um, press 1 when prompted. If you already listened from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk. Um, you can also join us in the Bodyhood chat room brought to you by Bodyhood University. Look, if y'all have always wanted to learn about how to make your money work for your money, <laughs> work for you, in real estate, the stock market, precious metals, cryptocurrency, uh, NFTs, you name it, uh, just enroll in Bodyhood University, man. We want all of our supporters to be able to create wealth and leave a legacy for their family for generations to come. So World Room Sports has partnered with Bodyhood University to help you get started on your journey of learning to invest in possible financial freedom. So go to our website, click on the Bodyhood logo at the bottom of our homepage or on our sponsor's and partners page, which is at the tab at the top of the page, you can get you started. You can use the promo code WRS, all caps, to receive 15% off every course on the Bodyhood site. And Bodyhood is even doing camps for the youngsters. So make sure you you, you check them out because they're doing online virtual camps for the young, youngsters. Because y'all know when we were young, we didn't get taught financial liter- literacy. So it's not too late to secure your financial legacy. And it's never too early for your kids to start learning how to secure their financial legacy. So do it now. All right. Before we do that, Joe. Yo, yo, real quick, quick okay. before we go to the phone line, I was going to tell you, like, the, uh, some of the caps from Nigeria. Yo, Mont- Mont- yo Mont- I'm um, doing the same thing. Yo, they literally Yo, have an NBA roster. There's only yeah, two do. players OG, that ain't playing the league. Anobi, Monte mm-hmm. Morris. They got like two cats that play for the Heat. They got um Mie Oni, uh, Jalil Okafor. <laughs> um, who else they got? Yo, everybody on their squad is in the NBA. Uh, so you're saying it ain't gonna be no more? Star. Ain't gonna be no more um pushing these cats around like back when the no, Dream Team and Charles Barkley no, was elbowing no. dudes in their chest and caving their whole chest in. No, these all no, NBA players. They got a full NBA team. It ain't none of that. NBA coaching Mike Brown. They already working out in um, L.A. So Yo, they got, a, they, got a bull, they got a bull on here named Joshua Okogi. I don't know if y'all know. Well, why would you? Because he's deep on the bench. Yo, this bull can jump over a building. <laughs> Yo, they got, they got Precious, Precious Atiyua. Oh, yeah, Precious. Um, yeah. Yo, they got, a, they got a squad. So they, so like, so they not only got, like, a few guys, like a starting lineup, they're kind of deep. They might make some noise. Yeah. All right, so look, yeah, man. before we go to the phone lines, this is pretty much like a phone call in itself. Skyview um, in the chat room, I guess this was in uh, in response to when we said um, Doc Rivers keeps getting these ready teams and, you know, he don't do anything with them. But he said, who is a good coach with scrubs, though? I'll give you Thibodeau. Um, he said Tobias Harris is mediocre. We need a closer. I can see Ben going to Damn. Sacramento for De'Aaron Fox. Take Mike Scott with him. Jason Kidd gained a jumper. Sam, um, even John Rondo earned his J in his name. Ben will be all right. Sam Perkins, Ben is the new J. Reed. <laughs> he said we're looking for nicknames. Simmons is the new J. Reed. Game one, Ben has to shoot five three-pointers, make three, or he's out. Damn. Green was missing even before he got hurt. Uh, Zubak is seven foot one. Um, this this wasn't all one message. This was you know in response to a lot of stuff that we were saying. Yeah, but here, here's um, my thing, right? My response to that, right? So so Jason Kidd definitely became one of the but he's one of the top three point shooters in the league history at this point when he came couldn't shoot the lick. But right. every year he improves. This right. boy ain't improving. Right. <laughs> But but Jim, but but the same by the same token is like, do we know that? Because he just won't do it. 
You see him in warm-up shooting and making threes. And I don't care about threes. I don't care if Ben Simmons never shoots a three. I really don't. You just got to have something facing the basket that's going to, hey, you know, you make the defense a little bit more honest. Don't I don't care about a three, man. Right. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Take. Like, and and because I'm not even I'm not disagreeing with you or nothing. I'm going with the point that you made early. It's even worse because he just won't. Dude, you on video in LA Fitness cooking professional players. You before the game smacking threes. You at halftime smacking threes and free throws, and then you get in the game. You won't even take a twelve foot jump shot, and you are shook, daddy, from the foul line. So that is even worse. To to maybe maybe to the maybe the you know maybe the notion that he has improved and won't do it is scared to death to do it. That's even worse than not improving and not improving is bad. Not improving is bad, but being scared is even worse. I rather have a mentally tough dude with like a limited skill set than a dude with all the skills in the world who's mentally a midget. Rather have Austin Rivers who think he's way better than he is, (laughs) but play hard as hell. And we'll give you. He's gonna let bucket. that thing fly though. That thing right. flying in the gym though. Right. <laughs> Austin Rivers don't. Hey, Austin Rivers don't know like, that he ain't Dwayne Wade. He like yo. He don't know that. Yo, daddy made me wealthy. He like yeah. daddy gave me a wealthy contract, so I do what I want to do. You think he dark skinned and everything? He don't know he's not Dwayne Wade. He can't tell him he ain't Dwayne Wade. All right, so let's go to the uh, phone lines real quick. We got the homie Tobias waiting on the line. Uh, what up, Tobias? Roll damn tide. Hang on, man. Were you, are you, yeah, I've got one quick question for you. Did you watch mm-hmm. the game in Turkey's the other night? That's um, a little shindig. Was that a Turkey's, you know, just saying, you know. Uh, I, plead the, I plead the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias, Tobias, it was Turkey-ish. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, yeah. So that means you'll be able to keep the job. All right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I, well, uh, unlike unlike Boyle, you know, our phones got confiscated, so we we couldn't get ourselves in trouble. <laughs> we couldn't get ourselves in trouble like Mr. Dummy, but yeah. Man. So what else? Like this, the playoffs, right? I hear playoffs. all these people talking about. Oh man, nobody don't know who these people are. The Raiders gonna be down. I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? We got some good stories here. The finals gonna do a good number. Uh, yeah. Because you got good stories in the league. You got a young player, Trey Young, ascending. You have the Bucks if they make it with the Young story. And you're gonna have fresh fan bases in there. Them, you know, every yeah. single person in that city who's ever lived in that city, who's from those cities, from those states, are gonna watch the finals. Like they gonna yeah. do all right. Dog. Also, that's a great point. You're not, you know, you're not gonna do Bron Steph numbers, One. but you're gonna do all right. Yo, one thing I'll say is, yo, Phoenix got a cheat code. Y'all crowd out in Phoenix be going bananas. Like, they're clearly the loudest crowd I've heard in all of, all of the playoffs in probably a year in the stadium. I don't know what's going on, whether that's, like, sound pumped in, but they be going crazy in Phoenix. And they be in the nosebleed beating the shit out of people. Yeah. <laughs> and but, 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 yeah but, you, but you remember, we was coming up. <laughs> Phoenix was a good franchise. It's the one Robert Sarver bought it that the team went to hell a couple of years ago, so many years ago. They always had good teams and, and had a great fan base. And I still got to get that to Sacramento back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. They had that noise. And plus they, they had them dumbass cowbells ringing while they were screaming too, so it was even louder. 
Yeah, but y'all was talking <laughs> yeah. about like the Suns, right? I was hit these. Uh, y'all talked about it earlier. <laughs> it was that yeah, you could win a game with two. It's like having not having your or better yet, it's like not having your starting quarterback <laughs> and you win a game with two. But game six comes up, they got you. And that, there's a reason campaign is not a starting point guard, even though he danced his way out of Chicago, too, and our team's a mess anyway. We traded a first-round pick of Vucevic. So anyway, I hate yeah. to do but anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but Chris Paul, you guys are right. He, even though campaign gets all, had that big game, it was still Devin Booker that had to handle the responsibility. That's not what he's cut out for over the game with seven-game series. You put Chris Paul in, now Devin Booker could be that score and all the campaign go back to his role. But the one thing I gotta give Colin Cowherd credit on this. I heard this like at the job. I can't believe I'm giving a hot take guy credit. But he was like You know those your guys. Yeah, but the Suns are kinda like the Suns are kinda like uh you know, they got they kinda old school, they got roles. Well you got a big guy who wants to play center, not want to be dirt. You got your point. You got your guard does his thing. You got your wing. You do their thing. And the Suns, and like a lot of these teams in the playoffs who making it, you notice they are fans of the analytic boys. They get in the mid-range shot because in the playoffs, you just have to get a damn bucket. <laughs> you know, we're not worried about, about the tra- trapezoids and the Pythagorean theorem. We got to get a bucket. And so yeah, it's just that, funny that, how all this stuff is The Bucks just spread the floor and run a halfback dive. Yeah, <laughs> you remember the John Elway quarterback video game where it was a reverse play? That's Giannis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you go You said they just spread out their receivers and tight ends and just, just run the ball up the middle? Dog, <laughs> that is the most insane thing to watch because, like, he'll he'll try to get a full head of steam, and if they, if they clog the lane, he'll, like, back up. He'll back up. Do it again. <laughs> back up. Do it again. I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Yeah. He should be a – honestly, Giannis is a center. People don't want to admit it. He's a center. <laughs> he should be playing yeah. out of the post. And and like y'all talking about Philly, right, part of the reason that MB had those turnovers is because his point guard needed to see the Wizard of Oz and get a heart. He was shook. He was shook yeah. as bad as Jeremy Lin was at Faithful Night in Miami. On national TV, I mean, he was that shook. All of that played a part, but also Tiny, the Bulls Joel, from there Tiny was a Hart lot of times where Joel but allowed himself to to, to be so far out when he catches the ball in the post. He's out near the three-point line catching the ball with his <laughs> back. Maybe posted up to the three-point line. Right. So he turns around yeah, like, that's not all your point guard's fault. Like, you got to – you but, way, yo, way more yo, than Clint Capella. You can put him under the basket yo, on every ben, play. Ben, I understand they the don't break. allow physical play in the league no more these days, but just – by weight, you can just easily move him back and get the ball where you want to get the ball. I saw Ben get out on the break, and instead and of leading the, the break, he gave, it up to, uh, he gave it up to Joel to lead the break. Mm-hmm. How do you give it to your center to lead the break? You're the point. And player. that's actually that's how Joel be getting hurt. Y'all notice a lot of times he get hurt because he's running the ball on a fast break and go down and dunk and don't know how to land. Like He's just too awkward to do that. Even though it's he terminal. has the skills to do it, but, but I'm like, but you, you know are the point guard. Why'd you give it up to the center? Like, what are you doing? Like, because they're gonna foul me, dog. They're gonna foul me. You know what? And, and here's the problem. And also, I shoot like six percent from the foul line. <laughs> but but you know this is like the that's Andre not hyperbole, eight, folks. Like, it's, it's like it's like no one no one would take the Andre eight over Joel Embiid talent wise. 
But look what DeAndre Ayton primarily plays on offense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But look Mm -hmm. what he plays out on offense, near the basket, 15 feet in. He's not out there trying to be dirt. And and I wish if Joel Embiid would just do that, he's he's unstoppable. He's making himself stoppable, in my opinion. He's wearing himself out. He said he likes to play like a guard, so don't expect it to go anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. But that 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 contributed wearing out. But you know who the number one culprit on the Sixers is? The dumbass who gave Tobias Harris a hundred some odd million dollars and didn't want to give Jimmy Butler the extra year. Now I um, think Jimmy that, may have been gone anyway. But you got to make it say that hey, we did everything we could. This guy, that would this be guy fell on more. Brand, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's why he Who sits. let anybody in? That's why he but, sits in like the third row with the crowd. Now he got to buy tickets yeah. for the game. Because <laughs> who the hell was going to sign him for that money on the open market? Maybe the Bulls because the Bulls are stupid. Uh, you know, we're the same kid that drafted Larry Mark and nobody even ever meeting with him. But anyway. Well, uh, <laughs> bird right, so nobody could have paid him that much. And our dumbass that, did. Yeah. But it, it's, it, that's one deal that could be hard to move. But Ben, he has to leave. He has to go somewhere. Right. They keep talking to the Lakers. Awesome. How the hell are you going to play with LeBron? He can't shoot. LeBron holds the ball. So what the hell is he going to do? That, that what kills me. I know he's a clutch, but he ain't going to the Lakers. He may end up having to go to Orlando or Sacramento or somewhere like that to just get out of the way, just rehabilitate his game. But at the end of the day, Man, I ain't got time he has to want it. He has to, want. See, here, you better rehabilitate your goddamn game in Philly. That shit. We always yeah, you know, give up people to become legends later. I ain't, nah. Re- rehabilitate this summer, my dude. Here's the problem, right? There's only two ways. Because now, when he he wet the bed, right? Let's just be honest about that. He did Doc Rivers wet the bed, but his bed been wet for 10 years. We just like him, so everybody gives him excuses. Uh, he he could point to him and say, if you gave us more, we could have won. If he doesn't give a damn this year and come out there and fall next year, ain't nothing you could do. Because they did have a Harden trade on the book, but Houston didn't want to trade Harden to you guys. And so, uh, I, you know, yeah, Houston was never because of Maury. They, they, were, they were going to tease Maury up until and give him to somebody else. But, and, and they screwed themselves, to be honest. <laughs> you know, they took a bad deal for Brooklyn. That's how stupid, like like Jimmy says, these teams don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, well, that's when you deal off personal feelings, you know, that's what happens. Yeah, we, no so, way we're but, gonna but, give this guy to to Maury, and Maury had a better deal for you. But okay, and, well. and you know, and, and one person, Philly missed Danny Green in series also. Whereas that he was a big body that cause Atlanta has some tall guys who can shoot. They could have put him on on, on Herder. Herder would not have the, cooked Danny Green like that. I'm one hundred percent sure of it. He would not and, have cooked and, Danny and, Green like that. Trey would have cooked and, him. He did cook him in game yeah. one. But Herder would not have cooked Danny Green like that. No way, yep. no how. It, it, wouldn't, it couldn't have happened. Plus, like, Seth played his ass off. So no one could blame Seth. Cause, hey, Herder should have cooked Seth. That was you blame the coach for leaving him on him. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. He should be doubling him. And, like, and everybody's like Trey Young. The thing that holds Trey Young back, I said it earlier, son, the regular three is worth the same amount of points as the logo three. <laughs> Can we stop? Hmm. You know, we want you to shoot the logo three. If you make it, God bless you. 
Dig the long, the long ball. Yeah. Yeah, and and I and and I'll leave with this hot take here. Uh, Oh, this is sizzling here, right? The Nets have no bench. Blake Griffin, someone may be stupid and pay him, probably the Bulls, because he dunked 10 years ago. Uh, you know, and some of those guys they have maybe leaving. I believe they could win the title with just Harden and Durant. Would you trade Kyrie and get some bench players, some some other guys, and draft picks as well? Because you, you could win the title with Harden and Durant, in my opinion. Well, don't forget they got Spencer Dumlady coming back. So that's yeah, 15 right. points Almost off your bench right there. That's 15 off your bench right there. But, but, but. I know. I know. Like yeah, that's touch, true. So he may want to be out. Yeah, uh, and so that's something I think that they might actually consider. You never know because you can win the title, though, too. Because what people don't say about super teams is, one, many, many times they come together, they're older. But also, you have no bench. So someone gets hurt. You don't even have anybody competent to step in. Now you had to depend on Joe Harris and Bruce mm-hmm. Brown, who I never heard of, um, and, and the guy with the funny color hair, and uh, Jeff Green, who we're waiting on to have two games in a row for 15 years now, two good games in a row. Um, I don't know what's going to happen first, the return of Haley's Comet or Jeff Green having two games in a row. My money's on the Comet. Uh, but I just think that sometimes you might have to look at that. He got a good asset there. And, and, yeah. and you know, I just think that you can't – just because you got these guys together doesn't guarantee anything because a lot of these super teams like the Heat, they didn't win as much as they should. Uh, the Warriors, injuries killed them. They didn't win as much as they should. A lot of these super teams don't win all as many you, titles as they should. All you got to win is one. All you got to win is one. Yeah. You win one is well worth it, dog. That's all it is. I think they're better off with Kyrie and, uh, and, and KD. Like, they don't need Harden. I would trade one of them because I thought they didn't need Harden because I thought they were fine because they had, like, Jared Allen, who's your, who's your athletic big, who could guard. Um, you had your Dan with who could play with Kyrie. And, that, see, I think – I think you what pick happened, one, but KD yeah. stays and toss up the other two. <laughs> yeah, but, but can I say this before I run, though? Like, the Clippers – I think the Clippers are done because I saw this stat this morning where they, they played no, every other – say it well, anyway. Well, well, yeah, well, to but, be say, to, to 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 be, you know, to be one hundred percent real, you thought the Clippers were done game two in Dallas. So, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. But but I say this though because they they play like about uh, it's like a month straight. They play every other game, and and like the I think the thing with Phoenix, they have wings who could cover their three point shooters. And Aiton is athletic enough to come out and defend on the wing and bother them. And also, unlike the offensively bankrupt Rudy Gobert, I hope he doesn't hear this because I want him crying on national TV again. <laughs> Aiton can score at least. Uh, Yo, Rudy I Gobert. Know, I want to know when the hell Reggie Jackson turned into Mitch Richmond. <laughs> he ain't missed. He, he ain't missed since the dinosaur. Since the asteroid wiped out the dinosaurs. He ain't missed since then. Man, but, uh, this, when he this, when he this, got this, out of Jim, Jim, when he got this, out of jail, murder. Yeah. <laughs> no, this boy Reggie Jackson. He's this boy Reggie dead. Jackson is a he's a he's a new improved Reggie Jackson. All playoffs, he's been going crazy. And and you can't tell him that he ain't now either, because now like. He don't pass the ball. He got confidence now. Yeah, he, he like, got confidence guys. Now. Hey, 
y'all remember when on the same team as KD and Westbrook, Reggie Jackson still wanted his touches. So he know this type of guy, you know, <laughs> he gonna get his shot. That's off. true. But but but, but, but the Clippers. Hey, how about this out. though, Dev? Dev, would you take yeah. would you take uh, Kyrie Kyrie for Ben? Yeah, I take Kyrie. I mean, hey, by gonna... the way, because you take Kyrie, then you move um you move um Thibault into the starting lineup, so you still got you know your defense there. Defense. The crazy hey. part is if Ben and Thibault both both learn how to shoot, and you can start Ooh. them together anyway. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Hey, lockdown. Guys, I want to say taking my call, guys, and I'll say yeah. this last thing. I hope y'all is listening to this very hot take joke I'm gonna make. Ben Simmons for campaign. Who says no first? I'm kidding, guys. Hey, you guys have a good week, man. <laughs> All right, man. Um, but no, you're right. Every time Jackson put up a shot, he think it's money. <laughs> so shout out Yo, to him. The crazy part is, he's been, he been almost right these days. Like, he be cooking, bro. Shmoney. Jackson be going crazy. I'm like, when you turn into a player like this? Like, who is this right. for? The only thing, Jim, about having Kyrie in, in Philly, man, like, like I said, you don't know when he's going to take, you know, some mental health days off, That's and true. then he might take a – he might take a week to just go celebrate on the Indian plantation. Excuse me, Native American plantation. You, you never true. know. This is true. All right, what happened while everybody was on the Grizz Yes, sir. And why you on the grind is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Here's the bottom line. If you got a Wix site, you know what I'm saying, upgrade your site. Get you a Digital Wix. Extreme Technology site. It's custom Wix, made Wix, for you. Go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203. Tony, you heard it here, and get you your Digital Extreme Technology site. But it's time to talk about what happened while you were on the Grizz Night. Yes, sir. Um, Let's go. So the first thing I'm going to do before we start is to give a shout-out to Nia Long. Um, you're a legend. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> hand babies was lost to you. But with that oh, being yeah. said, um, Nia, Long's, uh, Nia Long's husband or boyfriend, are they married? I'm not sure they're had, married, but they, had, you know, he's known. I had quintuplets to Nia Long. Oh, go ahead. Yo! <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to all the hand babies lost to Nia Long. But anyway, listen, so her, her dude has become the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Ime Udoka? Um, ESPN, ESPN NBA analyst Jay Williams went on Twitter and congratulated him for becoming the first black head coach in Celtics history. The only issue with that is the Celtics had like five black coaches already. Yeah, the Celtics are actually one of the franchises that had the most black coaches. Um, so and the first. Like later and was like, and the first. Yeah. The very first. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, the first too. And, and their, yeah, and their last title was won with a black coach. And Dr. Doc Rivers. Rivers. <laughs> yeah, he, um, here's the tweet. Said the first head coach Casey of color Jones. for the Celtics, and even more importantly, he's one talented individual who has paid his dues with the clap emojis. And yeah, earlier, he, Jim, he, when he, he said he first went, head coach, he put up the black fist emoji first, and then the clap emojis. So he erased it, then came back later and said he was hacked, but he changed his password, so he's all good now. Um, Let me read that tweet to you. Come on, son. He come said on, son. because you know, of course, when he said first coach and they had you know he's really like their six um he was getting cooked he was getting dragged on twitter as he should have and some funniest stuff that i've read all week so he said as it relates to the boston celtics tweet that came from my account a couple of hours ago i did not post that and my passcode has now been changed and let me ask you gentlemen a question y'all remember last week when i was telling y'all about the type of lies that me and my you know 
my god brother used to sit, you know tell when we were like eight years old yeah. and we lies. thought that we were fooling everybody at the time and then you get older and you realize they just didn't whoop our ass they knew that we were lying they probably laughed it off they had some drinks to it laughing at us dude mm-hmm. like come on man you're a grown man like at what point do people in this world say my bad i was tripping i don't know how i forgot that my bad i didn't Never. type that and my passcode has been changed so you're telling me a hacker hacks your account to congratulate somebody usually hackers hack your account and they're going to say something hateful or they're going to try to sell people something or they're going to try to get you to click on some porn or they're going to try to do something where it's going to benefit them so you're telling me somebody hacked your account so they could congratulate the <laughs> black coach of the Boston Celtics. Come on, B. Like you made it worse. You look even dumber saying that than you did thinking that he was the first black head coach of the Boston Celtics. Yeah, they wilding B. I'm about to he piled on himself, uh, man. He rolled on himself. I'm about to send, I'm about to send out, you know what I mean, a couple pokes and a couple uh you know what I mean, um kissing emojis. He'd be like, yo Just say yo, your passcode has been changed. You know, but but I can't go passcode this, and I've been hacked. Though. Change your passcode. We good now. <laughs> I was just trying to change my passcode. That wasn't me sending them folks and kissing them out. That wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, yo yo, you are didn't eggplant your wife. Yo, I definitely never sent that. I never sent that eggplant, dog. That was I was hacked. And my yo, passcode has been changed. Yeah, my passcode has been changed. Be cool now. He out of pocket. So somebody hacked you and then and then let you back in to change your passcode though. Right, right. Like, yo, you're lying, cuz how'd you yo, I didn't think about that part until you just said that. If somebody like, come on, cuz. Come on, cuz. Yeah. I mean we have personal friends who had to make whole new accounts on social media this week because yep. they got hacked and once the hacker get in, they boxing you out. You ain't getting back in there. Yeah, so it's just it's no just two of you now. It's you and you know the hacker account as you. But I changed yeah. my passcode, so, so we good. We can move on. We good. Yeah, we, we can. Yeah. Yo, dog, <laughs> you say you was going off that Chiba, man. Say you say you was on that Chiba, but you cool, yeah. now, man. You out of pocket. Man. Real talk, I would say I was drunk before I would double down on some yeah, dumb man. stuff. Your job can't Hit fire you for Paul drinking Pierce, y'all, after hours. <laughs> Yeah, so you was going off that water. But anyway, man, um, Carl Nassib has the top-selling NFL jersey on Fanatics. And if you don't know who he is, he, uh, plays for, he plays for the Oakland Raiders, and he came out as being a gay man, um, and his jersey automatically went through the roof. And this is a little bit different than Michael Sam, because Michael Sam, I think, played in the preseason game only. But this yeah, this is, um, um, he actually, he's literally, you know, player. technically, he's the first openly gay NFL player. Like a lot of people out there say, well, what happened to Michael Sam? He was the first. Well, you know, preseason don't really count as being an NFL player. You know, um, if we knew the right people in the organization, you know, we could get invited to to camp. You know, to waste a spot and then get cut. I can't really say I was an NFL player. Um, the funny part about it is, Jim, I know some black people who are upset about this. <laughs> People saying, like, they ain't treat Michael Sam this way because his jersey is the number one seller. Well, Michael Sam didn't really have a jersey yet. <laughs> like, you like you got to be on the team 
to have a jersey that's going to be in the store. And I think they did try to sell. I think they did try to uh, kind of use that and and actually print up some Mike Sam jerseys and, and sell them on the few teams that he went to uh, yeah. camp with. But I mean, mm-hmm. this dude, he, he's he's and he's an NFL player. He's already an established NFL player. Um, you know the power of you know the LGBTQIA community with the two S in the front. You know the power in them. So, you know, they're going to celebrate this. So, yeah, his jersey is going to be the number one seller until somebody, you know, switches teams. <laughs> and somebody of note switches teams and you got to buy his jersey all over again. But, you know, shout out to him because I don't, you know, this this is not a locker room, a football locker room. And we talked about this for years, even back to the Mike Sam thing. A football locker room is not going to be the easiest place to be accepted as a gay man, so yep. shout out to him. And I'm, I'm just, I'm, I can't wait for the day where this is not necessary. Like you to announce your sexuality if your sexuality isn't what you know everybody deems as the right way to do something. Like okay, yeah, I don't really care who you have sex with. Yeah, yeah, at like, this point, with a, I'm waiting with for this mature... not to be a thing. Like, why do you have to yeah. come with, out with, and tell everybody with, who with a, you with a mature perspective? Here's my, my issue, and, and I think we've said this before, who you choose to uh, love and have coitus with really is nobody's business. It's between you, that person, and God. It's nobody's Pretty, business, but the fact that it's promoted, I have a problem with it because we don't shout promote. Out the, shout out to the uh, chick husband. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. Where where's but I, the but I changed where's my the though, so we good. Where's the promotion? <laughs> Yo, like the need to promote now, this, bro. the need to promote this is 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 a problem. Like yeah, and I, and I'm gonna say that's across the board, whether it was a a heterosexual or, or homosexual, the need to promote sexuality <laughs> in that manner. Come on, man. I I get it. I get it. We live in a climate where people are still being uh, bullied, killed, and all that sort of So it's like representation does matter um, for 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 their culture. So I do I do get it. I mean, the thing about it is, if, you, if it doesn't pertain to you or you don't care, you have to pay attention to it. But we can't front no, representation. But that's matter. what I was saying too. When I'm saying it's necessary not to do this, I'm talking about from both sides. Like it is, you know, they deem it to still be necessary because there are still people who actually hate people who are homosexual. So on that side, you know, hopefully one day we'll, you know, this won't be necessary because the people who are here showing hatred, hopefully one day they'll get like the rest of us and not care who somebody else is sleeping with. And then when, if, and, and this is America, so the ifs never really come true. But if we ever get to a day where that's the case, then the people on the other side need to, you know, not make a big deal out of it. If you don't care, then live your life like you don't care and let them do what they do without having to make announcements and all of that kind of stuff. So hopefully one day we'll get to that point, you know, but we've been hoping for a lot of stuff in the country for a long time. So, (laughs) Yeah, man. One thing right, we'll cool. never rid um, ourselves of. Another story is we got a couple minutes left. So I want to breathe through the Supreme Court has opened up the door to significant increase in compensation for student athletes. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, salute to the Supreme Court. We, we yeah, look shout like out to them. Towards, 
players getting some chicken, so we'll see. Um, they are, but they're still class. talking about they, just real quick. They're still talking about stuff like school related expenses. So you know, it's no, something. It. It's, just, but, it's just that the conversation yeah. is being. They ain't talking about just like flat out paying. Yeah, yeah, go over there. And, but um, anyway, so so uh, Kodak Black, he's being cooked because um, he had a tribute to Kobe that he called himself making a tribute to Kobe, which he included like a helicopter. You know, but again, this is 2021. Everybody wants attention, and that's a quick way to get attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want that attention from uh, Vanessa, though, because she's about that life, and, you know, yeah. she might put some money on your head. But, you know. <laughs> she's damn sure she got plenty of it. She got plenty yeah, of so, it. Yeah, so the ball, the ball Buckwheat was out of line. Um, and if y'all don't know why I'm calling Buckwheat, go listen to him talk. Go listen to him, like, what, he, what his explanation was about this. So listening to his voice and then looking at his hair, like, I mean, you can't tell me boy don't look like Mr. Wheat. So Mr. Wheat was tripping. Um, he was really out I mean, of pocket. I mean, but here's the thing, bro. He, you got you to, gotta like, put it in this context. I mean, he's part of the culture. Shout out to the Haitian brother. But he's part of the culture where, like, they, they want attention. He's the same dude that, like, went at Nunu's neck or, like, two weeks at the Nipsey Pet. Like, yo, you cool now? Because you know I want to take yeah. you out. Like, he, he gives yeah, no. So he's that same guy. Yeah. So it's like, what do you expect from him? He he's one of those people. He's he's basically said, you know, I'm not. Yeah, I don't care about these people. I'm not afraid to troll. So he'll do what he's gonna do for attention. Because it probably, I mean, I don't know. I can't name a one note of any of his music, but he probably got an album coming up. <laughs> Listen, man, Kodak Kodak is a legend to these young kids. But at the end of the day, man, karma works itself in mysterious ways. So it is what it is. Yo, uh, Raiders defense. Karma or Vanessa. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Yo, Jalen Twyman, NFL player, was shot four times in D.C. He went down D.C. and got shot. Yo, he went down D.C. and got a standing ovation. Clapping ball up. Um, The crazy part about (laughs) it, dude got to be one of the the luckiest people ever, though. He took four shots, um, but they were all like superficial exit wounds, they said. He's not going to need surgery. Um, He got hit. Um, I mean, I think they said he got hit in the, the the arm, leg, the buttocks, and the shoulder. None of it hit anything so of any note. He doesn't have to get surgery. They said he's probably going to play in the NFL this season. Boy, you are lucky. Because he was in a car, that's too. Of, uh, it did not work out that way for my man Big. You are a lucky, oh, dude. That's a chic loose. My man is a chic loose, John, man. What do you know about getting shot letting it drip dry? Yo, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, to, stay, to stay with the hip hop references, I mean, four shots, four shots couldn't stop him. He took it and smiled. So, yeah. I mean, get well, good brother. But uh, yeah. that's those and, are the stories and, that happened this then. week while you were on the great night. <laughs> All right, so shout out to you. Um, I was gonna get to one more call, but I guess Rob gave up. He thought we weren't gonna get to him. Um, he's Rob. We holler at you next week then. So, before we get up out of here, I'm going to let you guys know what happened this date in sports history. And y'all know what that's brought to you by. It's brought to you by Sports the Book. It's an acronym. Smart people only read the sports. Written by War Room Sports' own Jimmy the Blueprint. Williams, get your copy at warroomsports.com or sportsthebook.com. This date in sports history, June 24th, 1992, the Orlando Magic Selected. LSU star Shaquille O'Neal with the first overall pick. 
1992 NBA draft, and the rest, as they say, was history. Probably top five, top three, top four center of all time. Like I said, the rest was history. June 24th, 1947, Jackie Robinson steals home for the first of 19 times in his career in a 4-2 win over the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yo, this is interesting to me because... Yo, how you steal home that many times? Yo, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying this, this is interesting to me because my son plays 9U baseball. There's a lot of stealing home in 9U baseball because the pitchers don't have the control that they need. So if that ball misses the catcher, go up against the backstop, if you got a fast player, he's gone. Like, our team isn't that good. A lot of our runs this year came from stolen home. You know, stolen yeah, home. Cook the team more air, though, bro. <laughs> Yo, I mean, it is what it is. And, we ain't that you know, good. Shout out to my son because he was one of the dudes that steal home often? pretty often. Yeah. Even though, you know, he'd be, he be in the field, he'd he be in the field yeah, choking here, like bro. peanut butter and jelly, too. I ain't even going to act like he he super nice like that. He'd be out in the field, error city. But um, he is one oh, of the yeah, players who feels home a lot. But um, like you said, 19 times in your career, stealing home is something you might see in the majors, what, once, twice a season? And it's like 6 million games in the majors every year? That's amazing for one person to us. To, and it yeah. doesn't say it was the record. I wonder who has the most, you know, uh, stolen plates <laughs> in, in league history. I have to look that up to see if Jackie Robinson indeed has that record. But 19 yeah. times. What were they you doing? Running from them folks on, you used to run from them folks on. <laughs> yeah. You're running from that white <laughs> ball that they're throwing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So we like to give a nice war room salute to the to to Jackie Robinson, to Shaquille O'Neal, to Orlando Magic, and and everybody involved in these historical sports moments. Let's get up out of here, man. Yeah, shout out, shout out to everybody for tuning in, man. We appreciate the support as always. Um, make sure that you uh you know stay safe out there, but also enjoy the uh, NBA conference finals. You know what I'm saying? Whoever it is you're rooting for. Um, catch everything that we do on our hub of warroomsports.com. That includes all of our social media, all of our content, all of our past shows. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, all, all of our, our eggplant emojis before we change our passcodes. Yeah, in ca- yeah, ca- yo, yo, pretty much in case you're trying to get in our inbox, you can do that there. You know what I mean? I'm going to change our passcode, though, let you know. But with that being said, man, as we always say, <laughs> don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you jump on top. No.
got a chief flow JP, royalty, I'm in beast mode Two hours, get your game up Who's the best in sports cast, you better name us What real sport? Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.